Hey there. Welcome back to Truly Oz, where we're devoted to sharing insider scoops on our major cities and the exploration of regional, rural and outback Australia. We created these Truly Oz podcasts so that before you travel somewhere, you know a little bit about the place and have the lowdown on things to check out. I also love sharing my top picks on where to eat, drink, play and stay. For more travel inspiration, you can also check out stories on trulyoz.com and also find us on Instagram at trulyoz. Today we're exploring one of Western Australia's most famous and fabulous food and wine regions, Margaret River. This seaside strip of bustling hamlets, villages and towns is 277 kilometres south of Perth and it's actually the name of the river, the town by the river and the region. Firstly, I would like to pay my respects to the traditional custodians of the land, the Wardandi people, which translates as saltwater people. They are one of the 14 language groups of Noongar people in the area. Recognised as one of the earliest sites of human occupation in the country is Devil's Lair Cave, just south of Margaret River, where stone and bone artefacts were found alongside animal bones and human remains. Margs, as the locals call her, is blessed with a Mediterranean-style climate and no extreme summer or winter temperatures, meaning it has ideal wine-growing conditions. In fact, many compare the climate to that of Bordeaux during a dry vintage. Although it was previously thought that places further south, such as Swan Valley, were the best places to plant vineyards on and around WA's coast, In 1966, an agronomist called Dr John Gladstones challenged those assumptions and suggested that Marga River would be an even better location, as long as vines were planted on well-drained soil. His papers on the subject encouraged Perth cardiologist Tom Colotti to plant vines at his property Vassa Felix in 1967. The establishment of this iconic Margaret River vineyard then led to others following in its footsteps. Cape Mantell was established in 1970, Sandalford in 1972, and Lewin Estate in 1974. The wine scene brought many people to the area, and so did its great surf and beautiful beaches. Although there are stories of surfers making their way to the breaks and beaches of Margaret River from as early as the 1920s, it was in the 1970s that a solid surfing culture developed. Today, the region also attracts alternative lifestylers and wellness practitioners, well-heeled foodies, musicians, lovers of nature, the great outdoors and art. And in the past decade, it's cemented itself as one of Australia's top food and wine regions, with many chefs saying it's one of their favourite places in the world for top produce. Driving through the sun-dappled roads of Margaret River, it seems that every second gate has an enticing sign signalling another treat to be tried. Here are some of my favourites, but it's really only the tip of the iceberg. In business for almost two decades, the Margaret River Chocolate Company isn't shy about claiming they make the best hot chocolate in Western Australia and the best brownies in all of Australia. Sitting in the factory's garden with lush lawns fanning out into the native bushland covered with bright flowers, sipping on a cuppa, why debate it? Plus, they do handmade truffles, chocolate sauces, cakes, desserts, fondues and cocoa powders, not to mention chocolate-based body products. When you've had your fill and a free tasting, bounce down the road to family-run Betonay's Margaret River in Caronup. It's home to some of the creamiest, chewiest, handmade French-inspired nougat in the country, and there are 32 flavour combinations to agonise over, including white chocolate and apricot, cranberry and pistachio, and my favourite, wild berry and macadamia. Don't miss out on the family's renowned wines. They've scooped up more than 40 medals to date, and their reviewed Nougaretto liqueur, lovingly made in two flavours, 
honey and almond cream, and coffee almond cream. You can also spend a night on the property in three types of lovely accommodation. There's a lakeside spa apartment for two, a three-bedroom chalet in a grove that sleeps eight, with a full kitchen and a fireplace, and a two-bedroom lakeview chalet that sleeps six. Now that we're on to wine, where to start and where to end will only cause us a fear case of FOMO, as there's 215 vineyards and 187 wineries in Margaret River. So it's best to pick a few favourites and you'll always end up swinging by some others on the back of local recommendations. Cullen Wines and Voyager Estate are two of the big guns. They're both legendary and the families behind them were instrumental in establishing Margaret River as a respected wine region. Both come with stunning cellar doors and restaurants with sensational views to boot. Cullen's restaurant food is organic and biodynamic, and over at Voyager you can enjoy a seven-course discovery menu. If you have time, try and fit both of them in for a taste of what these institutions offer dedicated food and wine lovers. Glenarty Road is also a top place to visit, and it takes a ground-to-glass approach to wine, ensuring that their guests taste a true representation of the site, the seasons, with a bit of hard science. The restaurant menu revolves around grass-fed lamb reared on the farm and fresh seafood caught by local fishermen. Amelia Park Wines has an exquisite cellar door and well-priced, high-quality drops produced by award-winning winemaker Jeremy Gordon. Squeezing in one more place, rightfully famous for its vineyard views, superb wines and fine food by chef Seth James, is the beautiful Will's Domain. Some of the taste sensations on the menu are Abrolis Island scallops with wasabi, dill and kohlrabi, royal blue potatoes with black garlic, chives and preserved truffle, or for a sweet treat, try the golden beetroot and blueberry cheesecake with river mint and burnt cacao. For lunch on a beautifully manicured lawn shaded from the sun, enjoy a long lunch at Aravena, where you can choose from the a la carte restaurant, the Riviera Pizza Bar dishing up authentic Italian-style pizzas, or try one of the beers from the Tap House, which brews craft beer under their very own Eight Waves Brewing Co. label. Swings and Roundabout is another beauty, which has a cellar dooring yelling up and a bar and restaurant in the Margaret River Township. The entrance is a beautifully imposing stone-walled roundabout and inside is a laid-back space filled with upbeat music, open fires, cosy corners, and there's a huge lawn with arguably the best views in Margaret River. It's very family-friendly and has an amazing place to while away the afternoon. Margaret River Brewhouse not only has great food and beer, it has live music on Fridays and Saturdays. The extensive menu includes wood-fired pizzas and burgers and lighter options such as the green goddess salads, poke bowls, and for sweet tooths, banana spring rolls with coconut custard and kaffir lime sherbet. Meelup Farmhouse is located just eight minutes from Dunsborough Town. The stunning venue is home to free-range silky chickens, a family of alpacas, a hairy cow, and the resident farm dog Mila. To keep all of the farmhouse friends safe and calm, they ask you that your dog is kept on a lead and under control of an adult at all times while walking on the grounds. The alpacas are not dog people, so please avoid approaching the orchard if you're visiting with a dog. The dining deck is not dog friendly. If you and your furry friend would like to eat out and the weather is good, pre-order a delicious picnic hamper or graze on one of the outdoor sofas. If you're a pate fan, try their chicken liver pate and the Yellingup wood-fired sourdough with some local cheese in the form of baked Margaret River brie with a beetroot and onion relish. 
For seafood lovers, the gold band snapper fillet with saffron labne and chorizo caper dressing is amazing. Finding somewhere incredible to stay in this region is not hard, but it is overwhelming as there are so many options to suit every taste. For nature and olive lovers, immerse yourself in the serenity of Olio Bello, a unique glamping experience that seriously raises the bar on eco-accommodation. Surrounded by thousands of olive trees, you awake every morning to the bleats of hundreds of sheep and the early morning warbles of magpies. The luxurious air-conditioned designer tents come complete with floorboards, a lounge area before a fireplace, a full bathroom and a cosy kitchenette. Buy some of the local produce during the day to pair with Olio Bello's homemade thick crust sourdough and a bowl of garlic-infused olives from their produce and gift store, where you can also buy delicious hampers filled with all of their olive-based goodies. Their mandarin chilli dipping sauce is so tasty, as is the honey mustard dressing. Cape Lodge is a grand dame of the region, and in 2019 it was purchased by Andrew Twiggy Forrest. The 22-room English-style country manor is set on 40 acres and is three kilometres from the Indian Ocean. It has a picturesque lake out the front and a private eight-acre vineyard producing Sauvignon Blanc and Shiraz. Lucky Twiggy. The lakeside restaurant has decadent four-course menus showcasing the local produce, paired with wines from a cellar that stocks an impressive selection of Margaret River's best. You can take a dip in the pool or have a spot of tennis on the perfectly maintained courts. Empire Retreat is for adults only, and it was created to offer a sanctuary from the craziness of a busy modern life. It's actually the former home of the founders of Empire, Perry and Jill Coleman, which was launched in 1994 as creator of handcrafted and curated furnishings and home essentials. Halfway between Dunsborough and Yallingup, it has 11 individually designed modern rustic luxury rooms with amazing views. You can take a stroll through the paddocks and meet the cows, horses, chickens and ducks. If you want to get some exercise in and experience some of the unbelievably gorgeous coastline that Western Australia is famous for, do some of the 130k long Cape to Cape track. It traverses the length of Lewin Naturalist National Park and looks over Nagari Capes Marine Park. You won't know where to look as when you walk around every turn in the track, there's a spectacular sweeping clifftop view with stretches of pristine beach and rocky coves. Stop and have a swim on the way, or if you're visiting during wildflower season, you're in for a complete treat as the hills and fields are peppered with stunning strings of native flowers. You can see dolphins all year round, and if you do the walk between June and September, you'll be blessed with some amazing whale watching as humpbacks and southern right whales pass on their annual migration. Some walkers have even seen blue whales, but they are rare. Head away from the shore in some parts of the walk and you can explore magical Boronup Forest, which is famous for its towering carry trees. If you pack a light picnic, you can grab a patch of paradise in seeding areas along the way, on the white-sanded secluded beaches, or in the forest surrounded by bird calls. For those serious about their walking, you can challenge yourself and do the whole thing in five to seven days. But if you do only want to sample it, there are plenty of vehicle access areas so you can do one part at a time. There's also some very basic camping areas if you have all your gear with you and you want to spend some more time in the great outdoors. Thanks for listening to the Truly Oz podcast. If you like what you heard, hit follow or subscribe so you never miss an episode. And for more travel inspiration, head over to trulyoz.com or catch us on Instagram. We look forward to bringing you more Truly Oz travel inspiration soon. This podcast was made by Afternoon Sport Group. Afternoon Sport Are you thinking about making a podcast? If so, contact the Afternoon Sport Group. We'll make it easy. With the technical know-how and industry knowledge, 
We'll get your podcast up and running in no time. Get in touch via our website or email hello at afternoonsport.com.